I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FW Podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. We say that every week, and every week it is exactly right. <laughs> and it hurts every week, but it's true. Who are we so, to say? So, um, you know, we have that opening now, that new opening. And I was uh, watching Chappelle show clips over the weekend. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't like where this is going. It's the racial draft episode. <laughs> and when uh, the Chinese delegate selects Wu-Tang Clan, that's the, that's the beat that plays in the back. Yeah. Because we definitely did not steal that from Wu-Tang Clan. No, Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, we loaned it to them for that episode in the past. Um, <laughs> we we uh, retroactively loaned it to them. Um, but I love that, that that's in the show. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, like I was actually really stoked to hear that when it was on. So I don't know where I was going with that. Like I started a completely different sentence in my head, and then it just kind of like trailed off into what came out of my mouth. So that's great. Sometimes I do that too. Like I open my mouth and just words like start tumbling out, and I'm like, I don't know. And in my mind, I'm like, I have no idea where this is going to end, but we're going to enjoy the ride. I have no idea. I had to tighten up my mic because it kept on sloping down. Oh yeah, you don't want right. to. You don't want a sloping down mic. All right, we're gonna have to try this different this week. Okay, so we're gonna see if this actually comes through. Just rip a fart into your microphone. <laughs> no, it's, it was a twist off bottle, so I wasn't sure how close oh. I needed to be. <laughs> I don't know what this shit that was, but I loved it. I loved it anyway. I don't care. Uh, oh yeah, what what is your uh, what is your choice today, this week? This week, uh, left over in my fridge, I am drinking the final Lone Star. All right, I like it. And I described this to my friend John, and it's probably the best description I've ever had for any beer. As this is what you thought beer was going to taste like when you were five years old. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's not a bad. No, it's not an I insult. Don't say that in a bad way. No, so. it's. I mean, it's not insulting. I mean, it's. It's if that's what, if that's what it tastes like, that's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, um, I, I told you I shared with you today that I checked off a, a, a life milestone really late in the game, but I did it today. And I know everybody's like, what? Like, if you weren't, if, if I weren't, if, if I was not talking to you today, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. But today, <laughs> today, for the first time in my life, and I'm in my, I'm going to say still mid-30s. Um, I'm clinging to that mid-30s right now. For the first time ever in my life, I had a Red Bull. Mm -hmm. Which is not necessarily, like, super surprising. Not like, oh, wow. But the fact that makes everybody, that when I tell people, they're like, oh, wow. 
it was the first energy drink that I've ever had in my life. There was only one I, I, I ever had with regularity. And, uh, it's when I was working at the mall at the chicken place that didn't open on Sundays. And the guy who ran Spencer's hated his job and it used to be right outside the food court. So he would trade me, um, eight packs of nuggets for the super Mario energy drinks they had. Oh, cool. Do you know what tasted like shit? I'm guessing it's that garbage. Please tell me like the can was shaped like a pipe, like a warp pipe. No. And And, do you want to hear the worst part about it? That sucks. What the? It wasn't, the can wasn't even green like a warp pipe. Was it red? No, it was like sky blue. What? 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 Of all the colors to pick, why would you pick sky blue for a Mario themed energy drink? At least go like yellow like a star, red like Mario, or green like a warp pipe. Those are your three. Not even in that order. Like, I wouldn't pick them in that order. I would probably go red first. But why would you do that? That's stupid. People are dumb. Yeah, people, people are real stupid. Real dumb. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking it up. It's not light blue. It's like a dark navy blue. What? That's that's. Uh, I guess like the denim, like like the Mario jumpsuit. But that that's a reach. Things that are going for like fifteen to twenty bucks online now. Wow. This is fucking insane. If you would rather waste fifteen dollars on something uh, more satisfying, uh, Patreon.com/slash/fwvpodcast. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> right? Right? Nice shameless plug. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Uh, by the way, uh, Red Bulls are, uh, I believe I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Would not recommend. It tastes disgusting. Um, yeah, n- would not recommend to anybody. Uh, I will never buy another one, just for the now, record. Now, um, <laughs> did you like my response, by the way? The Snapchat I sent. I did, and then like immediately, I was like, "Shit, no, I want that, dude." It was so good. Gosh, like no joke. Um, I'll I guess I'll enlighten the people. Uh, Yes, my boss and I neither neither us drink caffeine, and there was a fridge on the third floor conference room where we would put our because we both drink sparkling water instead, where we put like the Lacroix, the bubbly, like you know whatever. Um. And someone was stealing them, so when I got moved into my office and everything, we ended up putting a fridge in there. The downside is now it's kind of gotten out of control. I think we currently have seven seven different flavors of sparkling water in the fridge. And I I added three eight-packs today, and one of them was a blueberry pomegranate bubbly. Yeah. Uh, Buble, oh, I think is how he pronounces Buble. it. A Buble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, oh my God, fantastic. <laughs> okay. So, so it was uh, a day a that lot. we, we all tried new beverages today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Now, yeah, you sent me that and I was like, damn it, he's going to get me to try. Cause here's, here's the thing about me. I'm a sucker for like, gimmick, like, well, yeah, besides that, um, gimmick drinks. Yeah. Like anytime that anybody puts out like a uh, like a special limited edition soda or water, like whatever, if it's like a gimmick drink, I'm probably going to try it. 
and I get suckered into that stuff. And so, um, yeah, I'm probably going to end up trying to have some, I'm trying to drink more water anyway. Um, but I don't uh, know. especially cause I mean, do you still drink a decent amount of soda? Yeah. Like one a day. Okay. This is, uh, it's good for me cause it still has the, and this is going to make me feel like a man child saying this. It still has like the carbonation of soda, which I like. So, but it's not just complete garbage for your body. Well, you know, it's better. I mean, I, I wanted one of those soda streams, like in the worst way. Um, but I didn't get that. I, I've never gotten one of those yet. I've never gotten a Roomba. Like the list of things I want that I'm probably never going to get is is. Dude, you can get a Soda Stream like cheap, can't you? I think so. I think they're like they're pretty cheap. I don't know. I want to get a drum kit now. I don't know. There's a lot of shit I want that. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. No, you can't. Jesus Christ. Uh, if you want like a good soda stream, no doubt. Uh, holy, this is this is fucking nutty. For the one that comes with like the two, it looks like two water bottles, right? Oh, it comes with two CO two tanks and two of the bottles. Okay, and yeah. $150. Okay, no. What we're going to do is I'm going to send an email to them, to their promotions department. And I'm going to tell can't. them. The, like for fucking real, can we actually do this? I'm going to try. Sweet. Um, I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try and get them to send me some stuff, like to send us some samples. And then we can talk about it and, um, you know, put them over. Which we will because they'll send us. You know, stuff. I don't know. We'll try it. We'll see. We might revisit. We're going to revisit the soda stream, hopefully, at some point. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, like, there's so many. Why is this shit so fucking expensive? Yeah, dude. It's pricey. Like, where, can I get, like, no, okay, there it is. There's, like, some knockoff stuff you can get instead. That That's the thing. It's like the, the so like, like, like the pop stream. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> Cherry cola. <laughs> oh, no, no. Who wants cream soda? It's not in 1874 anymore. Uh, I gotta hate yeah. on cream soda, man. Dude, you know what else I fucking hate on? It's like butterscotch soda. It's delicious. What's up? It's disgusting. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, recently kind of gotten into shoe collecting. Been yeah. game collecting. Sneakerhead. Yeah. Thank you. We're both we're both very much collectors. Yeah, that's true. And we both also, when they were a thing, which has been almost or a, pretty much a fucking year ago now, uh, we were both fans of live events, wrestling concerts. Uh, I know you've been to some like Impractical Jigger stand up things. Yeah, we we were both big into those. You know who ruin every aspect of any type of collecting? Oh no. It's like the scalpers and the flippers. The, the yeah, because uh, especially when it comes to and I'm like for shoes for me, it's a huge pain in the ass because. Uh, sorry, I just saw what Jason put in the yeah. chat. Yeah, um, I, I feel like I came in too hard in, in response, but that is true. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're good. You're good. But no, that I immediately was true. just like. Yeah, if, if you're not listening live, by the way, on our Twitch channel, you're missing out. There's a whole comment section. First of all, shout out to Jason, dear friend of the show, Jason, host dear of friend. Uh, Superhero Deep Dive, and before it all starts again, again, 
dear friend of the show, Jason, and uh, my time travel buddy. Um, no, there, there's a whole other story behind that. He's my time travel bud. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's he's lighting up the chat right now, and it's pretty damn funny. So, so anyway. Uh, as, you know, I'm, I'm a tall dude. Yeah. I wear a size 13 shoe. Guess what's the, the first to sell out? On most sites, um, it's always like the the eleven and a half and above yeah. because they don't make very many. Right, they're hard, they're hard to get a hold of, and uh, the the Simpson vans are like a big one. I ended up getting one pair. I'm not even crazy about the ones I ended up with, but I really wanted the the Moe's Tavern low tops. Had them in my cart. Went to check out. Sold out. Yeah. Ended up still getting the El Barto slip-ons, which whatever. Um, but so I was like, okay, surely they're seventy-five bucks. If they're like, I told myself if they're a hundred and ten or less, I'll buy them on eBay. Seventy-five dollars. Why the fucking people? No, 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 no. I told myself if it was a hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. Guess how much the actual resale on those was? Uh... 210. 300. I'm go- Golly, I was going four I th- I thought, times. I thought I was four going four times what they were selling for, yeah. Man. And, you know, it, it, they just ruined everything. When I went to WrestleMania in 2018, I guess flippers, scalpers, yep. I, same, same fucking bed. Um, you know, I'm, I met up with a couple friends I never met him with uh, a guy named Jeremy and his wife Bethany, who uh, I'd been like online friends with for ten years, and it was our first chance to actually meet in person because they live in Seattle, I live in Lexington. Not a lot of chances to like uh, go visit each other. Yeah. So he was like, "Hey, the only seats we can still find for Monday Night Raw are crappy, and they're eighty-five bucks a piece." He's like, "Do you still want to go?" I was like, "Well, are you guys gonna go?" And he was like, yeah, we're still going to go. And I was like, well, then just buy three tickets. I'm happy to like go and you know hang out with you guys. Yeah. But still, it was an obstructed view seat <laughs> that we paid $90 a piece for. Jeez. And I just, uh, I, I, I hate that bullshit. It's the same people that are out there making reproduction cartridges of yeah. hard-to-find N64 games that like, you play as well. Like which one in particular? Mystical Ninja Star and Gomon. Yeah, which, by the way, uh, shout out uh, one more time uh, to a a, a hardworking listener who's out there trying to find that uh, that game for you. Uh, I do appreciate that. Yeah, so we got a we got a hardworking listener out there that is like putting the 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 feet to the pavement, trying to in an online sense, trying to uh, find that game for you. So. Well, in, in like a bigger sense of something we can both talk about, uh, f- like Funko. Or oh, my Pops, God. Funko Pops, whatever the fuck you want to okay. call them. I will give you a perfect example of this bullshittery. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, uh, I love going to Disney World. I love the Haunted Mansion ride. And they... They often do... the Funko often does uh, like special limited edition park only yeah, yeah, yeah. pops and they did one of one of the haunted mansion ghosts in the doom buggy that you ride in in the haunted mansion oh, yeah. super cool 
here's here's what pissed me off to no end. Walking towards where you go and buy them and watching people because Disney bags are, are clear. Like when you have the big bags, they're clear. Mm-hmm. And watching people walk out with two with a bag, a giant bag in each hand, stuffed full of those pops, knowing that they're just going to resell them. When, uh, and we can actually tie this back into a convention story with both of us. With the first Black Friday when uh, GameStop did the blind boxes? Yeah. Do you remember which one I was looking for? Uh, for some reason, uh, gold, like, I don't know if this is the right one, but I know gold claptrap. Yeah. And right? Look at me go! My brain is working like- today. There was like an off-color claptrap, and then like you know the the but they weren't calling them chases, but the harder to find ones were the gold ones. So I'm in a I'm in a Facebook group, and someone posts that hey blah 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 I got this with their like out in front of the store receipt in hand, and they're like it's the gold claptrap box uh, seventy five dollars. I'm like yeah. that is thirty fucking bucks. Yeah, that's like. They blatantly knew someone that was working there because they they had like four I, other identical posts and they'd gotten a gold one of each one. <sighs> so, uh, and then flash forward about uh, it wasn't the following year. I think it was the year after at Scarefest, not Scarefest. Uh, LCTC. Good, dear friends of the show. Dear friends. Hope you're doing well. Um, we'll see you later this year. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And we walk into this guy's booth before the convention's even open. And I, I know how much the figure is going for online. It was about a 35 to $45 figure at that point. I figured convention price, maybe I can talk the guy to the high end of that, like $45. i am not paying above that for a three-inch final piece of plastic. No. Do you remember how much the guy told me it was? I don't remember that. So for something that was going on eBay for anywhere between $35 to $45, this dude looked at it, saw that it was gold claptrap, looks at me and just goes, hundred bucks. <laughs> ah, fuck you, dude. Eat a dick. And it's just the whole, like, I've never understood the for-profit style of, like, profiteering off of fandom in, like, the worst way possible. Right. Like, uh, I feel like I'm dominating this conversation. I know you have examples of this. I know where you've been dicked over. Oh yeah. So feel free to jump in at any point. But when the, um, when they were doing the first Finn Balor pop figure and you know, the chase is with the, the face paint on, I can't tell you how many people online I saw being like, I really want that one with the mask. (laughs) Uh, yeah. With, instead of saying, Oh, the demon, you know, like calling it by what it is. Uh, or, you know, calling it face paint, yeah. which is what it is. Yeah. So. No, like, yeah, I, I can't tell you. Um, like, cause, and there was even a time where Target, because um, Target, I, I will give Target this uh, when it comes to, like, action figures and stuff, like all their toys. They do a really good job of keeping stuff circulated and, and not, like, playing favorites with stuff. And for a while, you couldn't go into a Target without a sign hanging up that said, because uh, you can scan a barcode and it will tell you if there's more and how many in the back room. 
And so what people would do is they would take like a, a figure or a toy or whatever from the assortment, scan it, see that there was more in the back room. They'd have somebody go out and basically bring out the box so they could pick through what they want. And they were, so target would put up signs that said they can't, you, they like if you scan an item and it says that there's more in the back room, they can't go and like cherry pick one for you because people were abusing that. Oh yeah. Um, they also do something great, which is whenever they do like a lot of, whenever they have like a lot of special pops, they keep them at the service desk. So you have to go and get them. They don't just like free for all them on the shelf, uh, which is great. But, um, gosh, yeah, I think I, I feel like when it gets closer to, um, uh, Lexcon that we need to, uh, have a, um, a segment or, uh, we, we need to talk about con pricing and how to, um, get around con pricing. Oh yeah. And okay. the thing is like, never mind. I'm going to save it for that conversation. Why was I about to bring it up now? <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, we, so. we both have strategies to get around con pricing and oh, yeah. because it's, it's an epidemic, but, uh, but no, like I've experienced that a lot with, um, uh, comics and um uh games uh like retro video games uh because you know i've got the uh the game room where i've set up the uh the regular nintendo the super nintendo and now the 64 and so i'm always trying to find those games and it took me forever to find a copy of uh mike tyson's punch out for nes that was not ridiculously overpriced and it's not that it's super rare or it's hard to find or anything, but it's just, it's harder to find than like everybody's got punch out. Yep. But Mike Tyson's punch out is the one that you want because that's the, like, that's the original. That's before they made all the changes and the updates and all that stuff. That's the one you want. So like regular punch outs, like $4 everywhere you go. Mike Tyson's punch out is like, 30 40 bucks anywhere <laughs> it's like it's 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 so much more it's stupid and it's not that it's just it's not that it's you know that much rarer because they did they didn't make it like in short quantities they just halted production and changed it and so that one's in more demand because just punch out sucks like i'm gonna go ahead and say it no you're not wrong um but uh, yeah, pops are usually my one that I always go to where it's like that, especially at a convention, the, um, uh, the San Diego comic-con exclusive that was jaws eating Quint. Mm -hmm. That one, like I've been looking for it forever at a reasonable price. When it first came out, it was more expensive. Now it's kind of come down a little bit. It's you know, like the guide value is like 60, 65 bucks somewhere in there. Uh, first time I saw it, literally it had a sticker on it, 150. And I was like, it was $40 at the Comic-Con. Like it was 40 bucks and you're trying to charge 150. Eat me. It'd be worse. They could have the one pop figure you were looking for in an entire convention and then say it's not for sale. Yeah. Oh God, I remember that. That we'll come back to that at, that, uh, at a later date. I that think we've bitch. talked about that before, but it's still fucking worth. Oh, uh, that again down that, the road. Oh, that bitch. That guy was, uh, a, and he, he's the guy. I'm not. I'm not saying about what he was. Such a bitch. A few years ago, you may have been with me when I actually bought it. When I bought the uh, the Chase Jack Torrance, the one where he's like blue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He initially quoted me. 
Because he, he made a post in the group being like, hey, I actually just bought this entire lot for 70 bucks, blah, blah, blah. If anyone's looking for anything, I was like, cool. Um, I'm happy to buy the Jack Torrance off of you because, you know, he said he already had one. And he he made a point to say he found his in the wild, meaning he paid cost for it. So he initially messaged me and was like, hey, yeah, um, Jack's going for about 50 online. So do you think that's fair? And I was like, not really. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, dude, you you told me you got yours at cost. You told me you got that entire lot of pops you just got, which I mean, there was it was someone who was just trying to, like, unload their kid's shit or something. Right. He I'm not kidding. He got like two or three pops in there that were like. You got that chase blood, like the chase bloody glow in the dark Michael Myers, which is like a 300 or was at the time, like a $300 figure. And a couple other like weird, like Dragon Ball Z ones that were hard to find. And I was like, I'm just not going to pay you 50 bucks for it. And he's like, well, how much do you think is reasonable? And I was like, I will give you 20. And he's like, well, how about 40? And I was like, I will give you 20. <laughs> you Maybe you didn't hear me. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he tried like a couple more times. He's like 25. I was like 20 and I'll buy you a beer if you want me to. (laughs) For some reason, buying like a $6 beer was made more sense in my head. But just, uh, I don't know. And it's, do I think there's anything wrong with selling your stuff if you're not enjoying it anymore? Absolutely not. I've sold off a shit ton of my pops. Um, but I've sold those to like stores. I haven't like cherry picked online to try and like, I, because I didn't care about like, well, I didn't want to pro one. I did really, my time is more valuable to me than going through and taking the time to price all that shit. Yeah. That's the problem. It's like, that takes so long. Yeah. And the other thing is I was like, uh, one of my friends owns a toy store here in town and I was like, he'll give me a fair deal on this. Yeah. And I'm helping him out. And no joke, I took I took a bunch of stuff in. He messaged me at the end of the day, and he was like, dude, I literally have less than a quarter left of what you brought in. I was like, fucking good. He's like, yeah, man, thank you. And he's and like, he's like, thank you for not opening your own store and selling it. <laughs> because I appreciate the extra money that you've brought in for me today. <laughs> I mean, and again... Like that's his bread and butter. That's what he does. That's what he does for his living. I don't, it made more sense to me to just unload them and let him handle it and let him sell his shit let him make money. Like I get money. He gets money. Everyone's happy. Right. Like everybody went, see, okay. I wish I knew somebody that was like that for sports cards because I have got like, no joke, I've got like thousands, like tens of thousands of sports cards that I would like to get rid of, but my fear is like I bring them somewhere and, you know, I leave them because I'm not going to be able to sit there like the whole time while somebody goes through every single one of them. It's going to take like a week. And they call me and they're like, yeah, you got nothing really valuable here. It's worth like a hundred bucks or like 200 bucks or whatever. And, but really like they've cherry picked through all the stuff and are taking advantage of me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very not trusting. And so I wish I knew somebody that like 
that we were, and I, I would, I would give them like, you know, I'd, I'd sell it to them. I'd get rid of them, you know, whatever we could work out an arrangement, but I don't have anybody that like, I trust not to, you know, really undervalue it. So I don't know, maybe one day. Cause my parents keep telling me you need to get these cards out of the house. And I'm like, cause they're, they're, they're still there. Like they're still at my parents' house and they're like, you need to have somebody go through these and tell you, and I'm like, yeah, but the problem is someone's going to try and, and rip me off if I bring it to like a random card shop. Cause that's their, that's their business, you know, yeah. of selling cards. So they know what, what everything's worth, but I don't. So they're going to be like, oh yeah, no, everything here is worth like, you know, you got, you know, 8,000 cards here. We'll give you, you know, each one's worth like, you know, a, a dime a piece. They're not really worth anything, you know, eight, 800 bucks, eight, whatever, whatever the math is, that, that math hard. Um, we'll cut you a check for whatever. And, and we're, uh, we're no, I don't, I would not take a check in that scenario. Oh God, no. But you know what I mean? Like, like he counts out like the twenties and he's like, there you go. And then I'm like, okay, great. And then, like, I come in later, and he's got, like, all my cards at, like, 150 bucks a piece because they're all really valuable, and I had no idea. Like, that's my fear with it, which I guess it really shouldn't bother me because if they're just sitting, you know, 1,800 miles away right now, I'm not really doing anything with them anyway. They're not making me any money. So I guess it really wouldn't matter if I got ripped off other than just the principle of I don't want to be ripped off. The, the way I view it and the way I kind of viewed getting rid of my pops was um, I'm not enjoying them anymore and yeah. someone else either can or Nathan can make money off of them. Yeah. And uh, Nathan made money. So if it comes down to it and your mom's like, you have to get this shit out of my house or I'm just going like, to do a burn pile with it, take it and sell it <laughs> and make 800 bucks. Yeah. That's kind of what I figured is I'm like, you know, I would be at least, you know, a little bit better off. So I'm if, like, if it comes to it, then, you know, I'll, I'll do it, but you know, it's not like my first choice, but whatever. Oh yeah. Maybe. <sighs> uh, so, I don't know, but yeah, people, people who, uh, especially the people who buy things just to resell them or just to like uh when i when i worked at walmart there was uh or i'm sorry when i worked at a big box retailer that will not be named uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh like there were the hot wheels people yeah and like I, I didn't realize that hot wheels were like such a big thing and people would come in at like 4 a.m 5 a.m and they would they would like tear through the hot wheels section looking for you know, cars with the real rubber tires or whatever bullshittery. Um, and cause they'd want to resell them and they would, Oh, you guys got more hot wheels in the back. You guys got more hot wheels in the back. And it's like, probably they're all shoved in a box somewhere in, in beat up shape because they're, you know, 98 cent yeah, cars, 98 cent toy cars. Yeah. Like they're, we, we don't really keep good care of them, but whatever. And, um, so yeah, we, we used to be like Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels people are in. Hot Wheels people are in. Um, but what they were doing is they were literally buying them just to try and flip them. And it's like for some people, like no joke, like that was their job. Yeah, it, the, the same kind of people that do like 
that ambush wrestlers and celebrities and try and get them to autograph shit in like the airport or restaurants or stuff like that. Yeah. Just to turn around and sell it. Yeah. That shit's uh, annoying. I hate it. So this all kind of like, and I want to wrap this back into, cause I feel like right now I, f- I feel like it has never been this bad with consoles. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I know the Wii was hard to get a hold of for like the first like maybe month, month and a half. But it wasn't to the point where like big box stores like Target still does not carry them in store. It's online only. Like you can't go to a Target, at least not in the state of Kentucky, and buy a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. No. And this is just... Like, it is so dumb. And I know there was this, uh, there's this, like, British, they call themselves a company, and basically all it is is a Facebook group of a bunch of, like, flippers that share their, um, like, programs to, like, run and buy stuff. And they basically did this whole thing about how they're being unfairly hated on, and, you know, they're just helping the market. And it's like, they're not helping the market. Sony doesn't give a shit if you're trying no. to resell them. As far as Sony or Best Buy or Walmart or anywhere looks at it, oh, we put the shit up and sold out in 45 seconds. Fantastic. Yeah. We'll upload more in 10 minutes. And I, like, and I I hope, I just hope it's the same fucking thing where all these people initially, like, eventually when, whether it's two months from now, six months from now, whatever, I hope these people are stuck. With so many fucking consoles, because I, I guarantee they all have a non-return, like they're non-returnable. Oh, I hope so. Because, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Like Sony only cares that they got their like four ninety nine or whatever one time when they sold it. Like they really don't give a shit, and they're going to keep pumping them out. And before too long, everybody's that wants one is going to have one. Like it's not like a rare commodity where they're only doing like a limited print run. Like it's not like a one of 100. Like they're going to make enough. They want to make enough that everybody has one. So yeah. And that's my thing is like, because this whole conversation came about because same group I was talking about earlier online. I guess in like now is the spring con exclusive for like on online Funko stuff. And I guess like some websites have been doing restocks and this guy got like three of the same figure, which you could pretty much walk into our box lunch or hot topic here and pick up. And the dude was trying to sell them for like 75 a piece. And he basically got like, I mean, you know, you post in a group like that with people who actually try and look out for each other and help each other out. Like, right. yeah, they're going to tear you a new asshole. And then he was like, I just don't understand why people are hating on me. It's because you're being a fucking dick. Yeah, you're being a, you're, the last time I saw something like that, I flushed it. So <laughs> that, like kind of, that kind of activity, that's a piece of shit activity. That's that. Yeah. Uh, why? Why are you guys getting mad that I'm trying to take advantage of people? I just don't understand it. I hate that. People are well, garbage. People are garbage. You're not garbage. Hey, I like thanks, you, man. You're not garbage either. 
Thank you. Most of our listeners are, though. Oh, uh, yeah, we like some of our listeners. <laughs> Statistically, we can't like them all. There's a lot of them, and we can't like every single one of them, because some of you are probably bad people. But we're glad that you're here anyway. Especially you guys in jail. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, y- y'all are the people we like. Can I? Can I? Uh, can I tell you um, that we got oh, everyone a... in the chat? We like everyone in the chat. Oh, yeah, everybody in the chat's great. Like the chat yeah. is like our inner circle. Like if you're in the chat, you're in our inner circle. Um, facts, facts. Yeah, you are our favorites. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you were about to say something when I mentioned jail. Yeah. So next week we need to carve out um, a, a little bit of time in the beginning of the show. Because we got a quite good jail mail. Uh, what? A uh, correspondence <laughs> that uh, I am going to need to read to the masses next week. So, uh, if I may have a little bit of time in the beginning of the show next week, we'll we'll read it and we'll discuss. Because, and I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, you have been asking, you have been asking for a jail book club, right? Well, buddy, have I got news for you. Yay! Next week, we will start, well, we we have a suggestion, we'll talk about it, um, in... In uh, in a for a jail mail correspondence book club. <laughs> oh God, I'm so in. I'm so uh, so man. Yeah, your prayers have been answered because one of our friendly inmates from a uh, uh, not not local correctional facility, but a a an actual legitimate correctional facility has a book club suggestion that we will go over and we will discuss next week. Dude. So, yes. So uh, I'm genuinely excited now. <laughs> Usually I'm not looking forward to this show, but now <laughs> can we, can we talk about the fact that this might also be the first time ever we, where we have a full show planned a week in advance. I know it's crazy. We literally have the entire show next week planned out and I'm so psyched. Like I am so my, my body is ready for next week's show. I don't know what I'm going to do next Tuesday morning instead of texting you, hey, what do you want to talk about tonight? (laughs) Don't tell everybody the planning process that goes into this show. (laughs) Don't break the fourth wall. Uh, I like to think, uh, I like to pretend that we have it all together, but really we don't. Sometimes it's like two hours before a show. Uh, I believe the, the the worst one was we hadn't really talked about it. And I was like, you can be online at 8.15? And you were like, yeah. Yeah, sure. we both get online, it's like, we never decided what we were yeah, talking about. Like, we both like, were like, hey, man, how's it going? Good. How How's your day? Good. Then there was like this pause, and we're like, what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> like, what? what is this show going to be? I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah, those are the days, man. But now it's weird. Yeah, you're right, because we've got we've got literally an entire show planned out. For next week, I love it. It's going to be great, and uh, like I can't wait. Um, I have been also. Uh, I have been uh, in in talks. I have uh, sent some 
some emails out trying to uh, look for potential um, next live show panel dates. Uh, and I will, um, I'll, 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 I'm going to send you a text right now with what I'm talking about. So okay. you, uh, um, you're going to be like, Oh, there you go. Uh, I sent, I sent, uh, some, Hey, oh. we're ready to do this. And so I'm, I'm, we're going to see what happens, but we might be, and I can, uh, we can live stream it, uh, on like our page or somewhere, um, for people that can't go. But uh, we got we got some we got some stuff coming up, so it's going to be good. Can't nice. wait, can't wait. Um, but anyway, um, so that's uh, that's just something that's in the works. So we we're we're ready to get back to it. Um, but yeah, next week already planned out. My already a front runner for show of the year hasn't even happened yet. Oh, I'm excited about it. Front runner already, just on paper. Favorite show of the year so far, potentially by a lot. And that says a lot because we've had a lot of really good shows so far. So that's true. It just tells you, tells you, but we're not done with this one yet. We don't want to jump ahead too far. No, because you, you, we used to do this thing on the, the Facebook page that we stopped doing, um, because only, a few of us were actually doing it anymore. Yeah. Uh, we came up with this idea that every day we were going to do a two minute or less video. All of the hosts, like everybody involved in the show was going to start doing these videos. And, uh, we, we called them the daily deuce and it was like two minutes or less. And, um, so we did that. We did it for like for a while. We did them for like several months. And eventually we just stopped and then it was like the every other daily deuce. And then it was like the weekly deuce. And then it was just like, meh, whatever. Um, but we each had a different take on it. Like we each had a different, like what we were trying to do with it. And for a while you had a really interesting take on it. I actually think I only really pulled this off. Like, I think I only did it three times. Um, and it all started with, for some reason in 2018, Duke Nukem forever had come back in the news. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. They were like, we're finally going to finish it. So either that, or I think there were rumors that they were porting it to PS4 and Xbox one and people were just like, fucking why? Uh, so I did this small series and. I say series where I didn't, there wasn't a, a specific date. I did them. There wasn't a specific no. time. I just, um, I would take something that like, cause you know, people waited X amount of years for Duke Nukem forever. Also, if you were waiting for Duke Nukem forever, aim higher. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I would take these things. The, the, the two that really come to mind where I took, uh, Duke Nukem forever. And I was like, Hey, if you don't like this, you should check out this. And I talked about bullet storm. Um, which is very much in the same vein as like the OG Duke Nukem games, except it's fun. And the other one I talked about was if you hated Slenderman, the movie, which you should, because it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's then, it's not good. I mean, it's yeah. it's real bad. Then you should check out Always Watching, 
the Marvel Hornets movie. Oh, and, Marvel Hornets was so good until it was so not. But when it was good, oh my god, it was great. I can't tell you how close I've come to buying those DVDs. <sighs> like so close to buying that DVD set. Um, but you know, it, it, it was uh, another one of those things where I may or may not have had a slow afternoon yesterday at work. I can neither confirm nor deny these things. <laughs> I won't tell. And uh, went to the Facebook page and clicked videos, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go through some of these like old ones." Like uh, you did a couple with Ferguson that were hilarious. The one where he snuck onto your into your luggage on your Disney trip. Oh yeah, and he uh, he went on vacation and he sat by the pool. That some bitch. And then he sold he sold like to tie it back. Like you you actually tied this back really well because uh, he he tried to sell uh, those haunted mansion pops on eBay. He was like he went on the live video and he was like, if anybody wants to buy them. yeah, I'll I'll, I'll sell them did. to the highest bidder. And I was like, you asshole. So well done. You you brought it all the way back. Uh-huh. Um, and the other one that really stuck out was the one you kind of like you broke up into pieces of you replacing your uh, radio in your car. Oh, yeah, because uh, I actually I like I'm going to go ahead and uh, share something with with the people. I feel like we're close enough that I can uh, I can I can share this fact that I'm sure a lot of people don't know and can't tell just by hearing that I don't do a lot of manly masculine things in my life. So when I do something that's like masculine or like manly, that I'm like, Oh, I'm really proud. Like I did that. I didn't have to pay somebody to do this. Like I, um, I like to document it and, and like prove to people that I actually did it. And I, I think it was like two or three parts that I did, uh, where it was like, I had to remove the old radio replace the entire thing, new faceplate with like a touch screen and shit. Like it was, it's really high tech. Like I like it a lot of Bluetooths, it Bluetooths, um, <laughs> the Bluetooth. Yeah. The Bluetooths. Um, and yeah, it's like, it's really nice. And, uh, it, it came in handy on the, uh, on the, uh, Friday the 13th trip. Um, and, uh, but yeah, no, it was, I was like so proud of it that I was like, other people need to know that I can actually like, I'm not helpless when it comes to like masculine stuff. So <laughs> I appreciate you calling that back because I was real proud of that. Uh, yeah. And, and you should be, I mean, I'm, I'd be way too scared to tackle anything like that. Cause knowing my luck, I'd get everything all set. I'd get it all set up. I'd hit a button and nothing would come on. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, I watched those two videos of, you know, the Slender Man and the Bullet Storm and blah, 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 blah. And I figured that would be a good way to pad time. Uh, <laughs> and no, honestly, it sounded like something fun where we could talk to each other about stuff we don't like and see if the person can come up with something to recommend the other person in place of that. Right, because so, sometimes... Like something... yeah. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just going to say, like, sometimes you watch something, you play something, you try and get into something, and it just doesn't take off for you. Yeah. So, you know, just, uh, and I think we both have a kind of vast reaching hand in pop culture, so we should be able to come up with at least one or two things for each other. Uh, I think so, yeah, because sometimes you pick something, and it's just not the 
the apex of the genre or like a, a completely fair representation of what it could be. And sometimes there's a much better alternative out there. And so sometimes like, if you're like, man, I really want to play action adventure games, but I hate Tomb Raider. I'm like, have you heard about uncharted? Boom. It's like something like that, you know, like something. So, so, uh, if I may, all right, I've got one. I'm ready. The people are probably going to be like unreal, but we're going to go to the realm of television. Okay. I am not a fan of the office. I like comedies. I like situational comedies, but I don't like the office. Okay. And I think it's because it tries too hard. And, uh, I'm just, I'm a fan of, of, you know, funny, Sitcoms, you know, one of my favorite shows of all time is Scrubs. I like yeah. comedies. Um, I just, I'm just not a fan of The Office. Oh wow, this is uh... throw a curveball at you right off, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, I, and you, you might have to follow me on a trip. Okay, I'm, you know I will. I'm going to recommend. And if you don't like The Office, and I, I think a lot of people don't, it's a show that aired on NBC. It's a show that has actually picked, picked up in popularity again because The Office has left Netflix. Have you tried Community? I enjoyed Community for the first three seasons mm-hmm. until until Chevy Chase got weird. Although I can actually tell you the exact episode where I lost interest in Community forever. Okay. Um, the episode that I did not like, and it turned me sour on the community just in general, and I don't think I watched many more afterwards, was the Dungeons & Dragons episode. The first one or second one? The one where Chevy Chase is such a dick to that guy. Fat Neil? Yeah, like he's such yeah. a dick to him, and then like at the end, like it just kind of like ends with him being a, a massive dick. And, like, yeah. there's no, like, resolution. There's no anything. It's just, like, he's dead. The end. And then he's like, ha, ha, I win. And then he just leaves. And it's, like, the end. And I'm like, this is not good. Okay. Okay. So, so swing and a miss on that one. Swing and a miss on that one. I've got, I've, got, I've got two more. Okay. I've got two more in the chamber. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, have, you try, have you given Brooklyn Nine-Nine a try? Ooh, Okay. Everything I've ever seen from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I love. Dude. Everything about it. I have not seen that much, but I've never been like, this is not good. Here's my thing about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can't speak for it after season four. Okay. Because um, it kind of fell off. It was one of those things I was keeping up with on Hulu for a while. And okay. then I didn't have a Hulu sus- subscription for a while. And I just haven't dove back into it. But man, like... It, it takes a lot for me to laugh out loud at a show when I'm home alone. And it does that really well. Okay. Um, and I'm actually going to go ahead and throw my other option out to you. All right. Because All right. Uh, you, you like situational stuff. You like, you know, cast that kind of grow together and all that. Right. Uh, have you watched Letterkenny? No, I have never seen any... Any of it. I don't, I literally don't know anything about it. So I avoided Letterkenny for the longest time because, 
he doesn't listen, so I can say this. Uh, a friend just continually talked about it. And then, like, a couple, of, like, this was on my D&D group, and they just kept talking about it. Then it was up to, like, four of them, and I was like, I have never not wanted to watch a show more in my life than Letterkenny. <laughs> so I ended up at a friend's house one night, and he's like, have you started Letterkenny? And I was like, ugh. He's like, no, dude. You'd love it. And I was like, okay, sure. See, okay, we're going to have to have that conversation also about how, um, and I've had this conversation before, um, um, actually with, uh, with one of our, uh, beloved listeners about like the easy, like the fastest way for me to not be interested in something is for somebody to just come in and be like, Oh, this is the greatest. You got to watch this and like overhype it. And I'm like, man, no, I must have destroyed Limp Biscuit. <laughs> there's all like, there's only one person who can bring back my love of Limp Biscuit, and you know who it is. We gotta he has to. <laughs> At some point, he has to. I know, I know. I, mean, I don't, I don't want to tell that story yet. But oh my god. Uh, so, but. So I'm at my buddy's house. Hold on, I'm about to blow up this chat. You ready for this? Let's go. Oh, no. Boom. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, yeah. okay, go ahead. Uh, so I'm there, and Letterkenny gets turned on. And, dude, I'm just, like, I'm laughing my ass off. By the end of the first, uh, by the end of the first episode. Okay. And uh, well, the other thing, do not let it, um, do not let it intimidate you. And okay. This is going to make sense when you see that it's nine seasons. Oh God. They're Canadian seasons, so there's six episodes. Oh. Okay, that's not so bad. Six. Yeah, yeah I can do that. Yeah. So, th those would be my, my two. Well, uh, I'm going to have to start watching uh, more of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I will, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. Between now and next week, okay. I will watch uh, some Letterkenny, and I will tell you, I will give you my real-time feedback. Not real-time, but, you know, I'll give you, like, a... Uh, um, I'll give you feedback on it. Okay. I'm into it. It'll be great. But. So mine's going to be a little more broad. Okay, good. Mine was real specific. I'm sorry. I, I don't like reality TV. Oh. Oh, uh, I got a good... Okay. Okay. I, I, have, I have tried everything from... Do you want to know the one reality TV show I loved? And it was one of the OG ones. All right. What is it? Uh, and I wish they'd bring it back. Road Rules. Oh, okay. Road Rules was like when they stopped doing that, like when they stopped Road Rules and then kept the real world going and they would just do like the challenges for a bit. And I was right. like, okay. And then they don't even do the real world or road rules anymore. Now all they do is the challenge, which yeah. doesn't really make a lot of sense because no. there's always people from the shows. Uh, so, 
Okay, what you got? Okay. I feel like you, like me, you like your reality shows like you like the rest of your shows. You like it a little bit different. You yeah. like you like a unique spin that keeps you interested to the point where you don't want to pick up your phone. You want to pay attention, right? Oh, yeah. You want to be hooked. Okay. There was a show, and it is far and away... Every time someone talks about reality shows, I will bring up this show thousand times over. It was the smartest and the best reality show, in my opinion. Is it the Joe Schmo show? No. Okay. But, but, but maybe like, you know, cousin, because in the way that it's thought out. Okay. Have you ever heard of or watched the show? It was an ABC reality show. It was their venture into... The reality world, the mole. I haven't watched it. No, I haven't. And it was because it was on Wednesday nights, and I was um, like, Wednesday night was my night to work at, because that started in what, like, regardless of what job I was at, I always pretty much worked Wednesdays. Yeah. So yeah, I never really got a chance to see it. Hosted uh, first two seasons by Anderson Cooper, by the way, before he got his CNN show. Huh. Also, uh, I, too, loved the Joe Schmo show. Yes. And I know you yeah. were a fan as well. I was. Um, but no, like, The Mole, uh, it was always an interesting premise that I wanted to give a shot to. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it is like, dude, I have even, like, I have gone as far as during quarantine, during high levels of boredom, I watched one of the, whatever had the pilot, the pilot guy on The Bachelor. I watched that entire season. I don't think I've ever hated myself more, but <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. Mm. Um, no, for anybody that does not know, the mole is a group of people are working together to complete, uh, puzzles and challenges and like just their everyday lives together. Um, season one is really good because it takes place across Europe. So like they sightsee and stuff and do stuff that is dependent on where they are and it's rich in history. But one person in the group is actually working for the production company to sabotage the challenges and cost the team money. And the trick is you have to figure out who the mole is. And so every, every, at the end of every episode, they, they take a quiz, uh, to see who knows the most and the least about the mole. Uh, whoever knows the least gets kicked out. Uh, and so you watch. So as you're watching, you're watching people and you're trying to decide, are they just bad at what they're doing or are they doing it on purpose? And it's super great because, like, you can, if you pick up on who it is, it really teaches you, like, how to look at body language and how to tell if people are lying and, like, powers of observation. Because it will, like, the quiz is fucking intense because it will be like, what chair did the mole sit in at dinner? And you're, like, fourth from the right. Like, you have to pay attention to, like, where people are in your surroundings. So, like, it, it's like a bunch of skills and stuff, like, observational skills that really help. Uh, but such a super cool, unique take on a reality show. And I loved it so much. 
That sounds really fucking tight. Like, it's a badass show. I've got the first season on DVD. I will bring it to you so you can watch it. <laughs> like, I don't I will, give a shit. Like, it is so good. I'll give that a go. Like, uh, it's, and it, it's season one, ten episodes. Oh, so, definitely. super short, super short, easy to watch. Um, they do challenges like they do, like, defend this abandoned castle from, with paintballs from intruders. Um, just fucking like super cool. They do like skydiving stuff. Like they just do a bunch of super rad, uh, to steal your term, uh, super rad challenges, like very, that take a lot of use of the landscape and stuff. Just super cool. Like a really, really good show. Okay. All right. I love it. I'll give it a go. I will, yeah. I will genuinely, honestly give that a shot. I, I love uh, it. All right. What you got? Lay it on me. Okay. So uh, this one will be a, uh, a, an easy one for you um, because um, it's, it's in your wheelhouse. Okay. Um, I, because I know that you uh, and I are uh, very alike in this way, um, I don't especially care for with very, very few exceptions. I struggle to enjoy found footage horror. I'm trying to avoid stuff. I either know you've seen or I know we've talked. Right. And the problem is I like I've seen a decent amount, but like there's a lot I haven't seen because I've seen enough bad ones to turn myself off from it altogether. Um, so there, there's one that's escaping me, but, uh, have you ever heard of a movie called Lake Mungo? No. So don't shoot the messenger. Oh no. And don't judge what I'm about to say. Do you remember those like after dark horror fest movies? Yeah. There was like, out of way, the best one they ever did. Like they would release like eight at one time. And like one of them was okay. It was the <laughs> second year. The second year there were, cause I straight up, I bought the entire first three years when they came out. Um, and then they just started doing like, they literally just became their own indie label for like a few years to just release independent horror. That's cool. Uh, so Lake Mungo is a found footage Australian, New Zealand. Okay. One of the two. Okay. Um, movie about this girl's missing, uh, presumed dead. They don't know what happened to her. And it's a documentary crew just trying to figure out um, what happened. Uh, it's... I don't even want to say scary as much as it's just kind of unsettling. Um, I have gone through and cleared out so many of my actual DVDs to the point where I think it's like a row on a shelf now, which you can vouch for this. It used to be an entire bookcase and then some. It was. Um, yeah. It was while that bookcase was still standing. It was full. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Anyway. Uh, I got something uh, on, on top of that. I've got something called the Poughkeepsie tapes. Yes. Love it. It's okay. Freaky as shit, but I love it. 
There's another one, like, off the top of my head that I am... This is, like, the last... Oh, more recently, uh, there was something with Joe Keery, Steve from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah! Uh, called Speed. Okay. He is a... Uh, he's doing, like, a rideshare. They call it Spree instead of Uber or Lyft or anything like that. They yeah. call it Spree. And he uh, is also like an aspiring um, uh, he's also like an aspiring vlogger. Like he wants to be like an influencer is the word I'm looking for. Oh yeah. Dirty, dirty influencer. Yeah. And he, it's not really picking up for him. So to gain notoriety, he has legitimately come to terms with the fact that he is going to start murdering the people that ride with him. That's great. And to go from there. Uh, I mean, it like literally in the first five minutes, you see him kind of like, you can tell he's not all there. Cause he's only got like four people viewing his videos. Like, you know, his best friend is a kid. He used to babysit like, there's a bunch of like weird stuff, and then he, like, as he's going to pick people up, it starts showing the video of him talking about like where to inject the poison into the bottles of water and blah 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 blah. Gross. And it was just like I one of those it. things where I was like, "Holy shit!" And I, I, I also really like Joe Kiri. Kiri, yep. Kiri, it's K E E R Y. So Kiri. Sure, we'll go with it. Uh, so that would be another one I would recommend. Um, those would be kind of the, the two I would go with Lake Mungo. I, I know you have kind of your attention span isn't great, but like it's if you not can devote the time to it. It's a great movie. I will be the um, first to admit my attention span is not great. Oh, I always tune out of shit at the exact same spot. If I try and watch it over and over. Yeah. Sorry. I'm actually, cause there's something that is just, on the tip of my tongue that I can't seem to remember. Uh, I've heard good things about a couple that I could recommend, but it's not nothing I've seen. Ah, okay. Uh, I'm, the, the list I'm on right now, Lake Mungo is the first one on there. Uh, never even heard of that. I might have to check it out. Um, <laughs> Gypsy Tapes. Yep, seen that one. I've heard great things about a movie called Butterfly Kisses, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Never seen it. Uh oh, the Borderlands was actually kind of tight. Oh yeah. Um, not to be convinced or not to be confused with the After Dark horror film Borderlands. Yeah, no, or the game so, Borderlands, which stars. Yeah. Oh, which one? Oh, Claptrap. There you go. Trying to bring it back around, buddy. Bring it back. I thought you were actually asking about like the voice actor. No, 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 no. I'm actually gonna bookmark this because there's stuff on here I haven't heard of. So. <laughs> And no, no, go back. There it is. There it is. So, and uh, I feel like I'm kind of damning you with this one. I don't really like superhero comics. Oh, dude, buddy. There are a few seldom, and I'm going to go ahead and lay it on you. 
Yeah. One of the few exemptions, and I'm going to take this away from you, is Invincible. God damn you. Okay. That's okay. I, I got I got one that's I, I got one because originally I, that was going to be my go to. Was like, buddy, Invincible is it takes everything that you know you don't like about traditional superhero comics and flips it on its head and does it in such a unique way. It's the only comic book that's ever done time travel in a way that doesn't piss me off. But since that doesn't count, that's okay. <laughs> I still got more. I still got more. Right. Okay, so. The best example that I can give if you don't like superhero comics is years ago, uh, they did a complete and total relaunch of Green Lantern. And it was like Green Lantern had been like, you know, they had canceled it. It was just it was going nowhere. And they were like, well, there's not really much that we can do. And it got. Like it got relaunched and it was redone. And um, Jeff Johns was like, they basically like brought him into a room and they were like, Hey man, we need you to fix this. And here's where we are. And it's just, it's a mess. Like we need you to fix it. And he was like, cracked his knuckles. And he's like, let's do this. And by God, it's like, you can have zero Green Lantern knowledge or you can be very familiar with the characters and it will be mm-hmm. the same. Like you will okay. get into it the same. I've got a couple of the hardcovers. Okay. Cause I don't do single issues. I do hardcovers or collections because yeah. Um, so I will bring you some of them to read. Uh, it's the one it's like um, you, you have like the, um, all of the different, like the 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 rings, all of the different colors on the ring spectrum, like the yeah. um, like the, the 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 evil red ones and the orange and uh, the the is blues. This, is this what kind of led into brightest day and darkest night? Yes. Or yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 And um, it brings back like your favorite lanterns and all of your favorite care like recognizable characters that you'll that you will you know, have an attachment to whether good or bad. Like it involves just about everybody uh, in a logical way. And um, people and characters like switch cores. So like they'll give up one ring and go to another and come back and go to a different one. And like, you see how Jordan I'm like wear every single ring and what it does to people and how it changes those characters. And it's oh, that's cool. so well done that like it blows you away and then like it, it, it and, and the best part about it is like the the art it's it's long like it's it's a long series like it's a it's a good size but it has a definitive ending that makes sense it's logical and when it gets there like the series is done like it doesn't drag on it doesn't like keep going just because like it tells the story. And then when that's done, there are other comics that like come out of that one, but you know, you don't have to read those. Of course, it's just like, well, after yeah. the, the aftermath of, of what happens spawns two different books. Okay. But that green lantern section is like the start to finish is 
so good. It is incredible, and I, I, I cannot, I cannot give it enough, give, give it enough credit for how good it is. I did feel kind of bad taking away your ammo with Invincible, but I thought no. I should also stop you before, like, you were like, I got this covered. Yeah. Invincible is fantastic, just for me to be like, fuck you, I've already read my No, well, here's the thing, is, is uh, I'm getting ready to enjoy the Invincible Amazon Prime show. Um, yes, sir. And I would, uh, like, Invincible is, like, is the easy one. Because Invincible is always the one where it's like Robert Kirkman wanted to write Spider-Man, but they wouldn't hire him to write Spider-Man. So he wrote his own teenage superhero comic, and it's really, really good. It's phenomenal. Uh, how can you hate a comic where they go to Reginald Vell Johnson High School? Um, it's all of the all of the hardcovers are um, or all of the, the trades are named after sitcoms. Um like oh, it's yeah. it's it's really fucking cool and it's but that's like the staple like everybody always says that so I'm glad you took that away because yeah I, I would you think I well I would rather introduce you to something else that I think you would really enjoy rather than something that okay. I know you already do so no that's perfect yes all right I love it you got anything else no sir I'm tapped was all there right. anything you were hoping I was gonna say is there anything you would you were just like. He's going to say this, and I've got this in the chamber. I'm ready. The 36 chambers. Um. <laughs> See, I, I, I was, um, I was, uh, I, I didn't think that you would have anything video game related. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really prep anything video game uh, to, to suggest because I was like, I'm pretty sure if I know the one area that he does not need any suggestions for, it's <laughs> video games. So I'm glad that I was right on that. Um, but no, you, you surprised me though. So it, it's, but it's good. I, I had fully prepared myself for either. Cause I know you've at least tried to watch the movie, either a John dies at the end ah, yeah. or, or a legend of Zelda. Okay. So I was <laughs> fully prepared for those. And, uh, at some point I will find a way to bring those recommendations to you, <laughs> um, regardless. So, but yeah. I love it. Nah, I'm pretty much, we're both tapped for now. Yeah. And we got a good show on tap for you guys. Oh my week. God. Next week, uh, we're going to have a great one before then. Uh, if you like what you heard this week, if you're excited for next week uh, and more uh, jail mail correspondence, um, <laughs> patreon.com slash FWB podcast, or give us a rating, give us a like, uh, share us with somebody that you think might enjoy the show. That's all we ask to help us grow. Um, you know, just, just, uh, if, if there's somebody, if you really enjoy it and you think, oh my gosh, so-and-so would really love it too, send it to them. And, oh, uh, please do. it would be great. Use the, uh, oh wait, never mind. That's your job. Go ahead. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. I almost stepped on your toes and I'm not trying to do that. Uh, sorry, hold on. Someone said they enjoyed John Dice in the chat. So I'm making the recommendation to them. Uh, da, 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 da. All right, done and done. Um, hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. <laughs> yep. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, if you have a Twitch channel and put us in your description, that's cool. If yeah. you uh, use the hashtag FWB podcast on your dating apps and send us proof, <laughs> we will put together a little gift bag for you. 
Um, we will also Flanagan will jerk you off. I will. Uh, that's that's pretty much all we got this week. And while you're waiting on that hand job, thank you for being our friends with benefits. <laughs>